I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And on the line, we have Mr. Wes Bryan with us from IT Pro TV. Good morning, Wes. You there? Good morning. How is everybody? Now we're doing fine. It's as hot as it is here as it is down there, probably. So probably. The... I don't know. With that uh, whole heat index yesterday, it was like 104. Oh no, we didn't hit. Uh, no, we didn't. Hit no, that. we didn't get that okay. high. It's all good. Yeah, you beat us. <laughs> so we have Wes Bryan on from IT Pro TV every now and again to talk about technology and how to get you guys trained up on the technology that's out there. If you want to get into our business, we need you to get into our business. There's not enough geeks in America. That's period. Right. And Wes's company over there at IT Pro TV um, trained people to get certified. And uh, so we wanted, we wanted to have Wes on to talk about the different certifications. And then what once you get certified, what you can do with those certifications to, to move your career forward. So what do you got for us, Wes? Oh, most definitely. You know, so uh, one of the things that I've specialized in the last decade is uh, um, CompTIA's core foundation, right? Helping people uh, get into the industry, much like you just said, because that's one of the things that I identify with, you know, making a career change and saying, hey, I'm not going to be on this drive through taking orders anymore. Right. I want to do a little bit more, right? I want to be that geek, just like you said, that gets in there and starts to learn, uh, you know, the technology. So I really identified with what's called core, uh, CompTIA's core foundational series, and that's A+. Plus. Uh, Network Plus and Security Plus. A Plus, that that goes back to 1999. I think that's when uh, that was released. So it's been around for a very uh, long time. And Mm -hmm. one of the great things about those three specific certifications in general is that they actually have an ISO accreditation behind them. And I'm sure you're familiar with the standards and stuff. But Mm -hmm. it's a personal certification accreditation that's valid regardless of where you get it. You could get it here in the States and then move to Brazil, not saying that you need to, and it would be valid there too. Nice. But the great thing about the A Plus is that it lays out the foundational knowledge that you need to have a, uh, a conversation about technology. And that's one of the things that I try to tell people and students that are taking A+. One of the things that that very first certification, even though some people say entry-level certification, what it proves to an employer is that you can take a subject that you don't know about at a professional level and you can learn it and pass those certifications. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the A-plus is a very good certification. And then we move into Network Plus because, let's face it today, if you don't know networking, you, you might deliver the computer in a box, but I highly doubt you're ever going to take it out of that box or do anything past that, just because every computer today is connected to a network. So 
uh, Network Plus builds upon what you learn in A Plus uh, as far as the objectives go and stuff. And then we put more of a focus on security. You get a little bit of security in A+, just so you can have that conversation, right, and understand why you're securing what you're securing. A little bit more focus when we get into Network Plus, and then, of course, Security Plus is, at this point, you've learned what the servers are. You've learned what a client-server network is, and hopefully by that time, you, you really have a good foundation of what communication protocols are, and then we teach you how to secure them. And that really becomes kind of like a nexus focus in your journey into IT, because at that point, what you've done is kind of kind of done like your high school education, you know, when it comes to just basic uh, IT, just infrastructure in general and having that conversation. And then really the sky's the limit. And what I would say, I would always encourage anybody to do, because CompTIA is um, – Vendor neutral, right? Uh, right. And, and in certain technologies, it's very hard to be vendor neutral, right? I, uh, I had to challenge this. I just completed a course there called Cloud Essentials Plus, which is for IT and non-IT people who want to be able to kind of have that conversation about cloud. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a very hard topic to have and say, let's stay vendor neutral when it's AWS, Azure, and GCP. Uh, but Correct. back to your question, what do we do after that, right? right? Well, I would say that this becomes the nexus. Now you have a good foundational understanding of IT in general. And then I would say, whatever you want to do, now let's look at a vendor. Pick a vendor, right? And then mm-hmm. start to learn their technology. If you if you like, uh, I, I would suggest Windows and Microsoft. And that's just because they still have such a big portion of the market. But, hey, let's face it today. Today's a mixed bag. I, I, I don't know statistics. I know you all are on every week. And, by the way, I've been joining you. I've been stalking you. I love the conversations <laughs> you all have. Thank you. Uh, but let's face it, you know, um, you might be working for a company that's doing development, right? They might not be working on, uh, you know, Windows machines. They might be working on Mac OS. They might be working on Linux, right? Ninety percent, I'm sure, of your servers out there that are touching the backbone of the Internet aren't going to be Windows. So, I would say, you know, focus more vendor-driven after that. And it's really up to you. You know, um, whatever you can do, whatever your viewers, your listeners, whatever they can do to turn it into a hobby. Mm-hmm. Then it wouldn't be a job. It just doesn't really feel like work anymore. Right. And the thing that you've talked about, so Network Plus, A Plus, Security Plus, and then a Windows vendor uh, training, all that does as an IT geek is get you the ability, and I say all that does, I'm not trying to diminish it, but it gets you the ability to sure. implement Windows and systems and networks for a company. And we just talked earlier, if you listen to the show at all, about the, the Department of Labor's new, brand new system that they turned on, $65 million of tax dollars to turn this thing on. And already, within the first week or so, 50% of the claims now are fraudulent. So, uh, yeah. they were able to turn it on, but they didn't configure it right. I mean, or it's, or it's poorly designed, right? Either, though, either one of those two things. The computers that connected to it had plenty of IT geeks like us that probably set it up with security, set it up the machines to securely talk to the network and what have you. But somebody didn't implement this technology very well, or you wouldn't have 50% fraud. Uh, so are, are there training certifications you have that you offer, guys, folks, for the next level? You know, you've got the machines connected. Is there, is there other uh, understandings of technology that help people not set up systems so poorly? If that helps. Uh, most definitely, you know. So you do have other ones like uh, the CISA Plus, which is the uh, cybersecurity analyst. You have the uh, Pen Test Plus. But then let's get out of CompTIA a little bit. There's other certifications, but you can go up the ladder too. You know, IC Squared has their CIS, uh, CISSP and SCCP. Getting lots of acronyms, Alphabet Soup, gentlemen. I apologize. That's okay. But, no, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> 
these are these are a lot higher level security certifications, and sometimes they tackle it from a managerial standpoint as well. But you really, you know, in some of the other certifications that we have, if, if you're going into the cloud, you have AZ 500, which is security centric on how you cl- how you uh, you, you uh, secure and harden up your uh, cloud based system. So there's a lot of other things. Uh, that you can go into, but then we start getting a little bit more vendor specific, right? Do you right. want to you want to secure Microsoft systems? Do you want them to be the you know the tangible assets that you have on prem versus something that's in the cloud uh, as well? So yes, there are certifications there, but uh, again, uh, I would always recommend getting uh, you know going in a specific vendor and learn how a vendor says you know uh, does or implements something, uh, and then I would definitely recommend getting into the cloud. You know, um, even though companies might not have the money to, you know, do a lift and shift migration to the cloud and put everything all in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, at a certain point, I would imagine that, uh, you know, some of you, even your employees have, uh, you know, uh, dabbled in the cloud space. And, oh, yeah. and it's, it's technology yes. that's not going away. And, and it, it can only support your career even more. And then you say support your career. We have a, a specific career development person within TAB to do that for our, our techs because as, as employee owners, we want, our, we want all of our engineers to know exactly what they're doing for our customers, and we want them to you know, improve their, their careers and, and have a trajectory forward. Um, and that's why we've got you guys involved as well. Do you guys offer any kind of career development? You know, do you guys look at the landscape of jobs that are open, and a lot of them are being taken by overseas folks, um, purely because you know, we don't have very good education within America to get geeks trained up, and we have to have companies like you involved to do it because, again, our education system is not doing a very good job of it. So do you guys have any kind of career development pathways where you can say, look, this is what we see, and here are the trajectories and the types of jobs you can aim for should you get certified in? Do you guys do any of that? Most definitely. In fact, you're going to see a lot of our certifications, even though I'm, I'm mentioning specific certification vendors, uh, we, we focus on the career path. Yes, we do have something that says, hey, this is specifically Microsoft or this is specifically CompTIA, but how about a desk support technician? Right. right? So we, we, we step back from it and we look at what, what is the potential career path if you are you know, going towards certification, which mm-hmm. certifications would go in line, right? Which ones can we pull off a la carte, put together, and make a path? But we also have things like, uh, for instance, um, career concierge type services, uh, where we look at the use case studies. We, you know, we find those use case studies and we see how can we apply that? How can we apply that to the current workforce? And uh, there are a lot of uh, different resources that we have that can help uh, somebody that maybe doesn't know. Right. Because I was there, you know, when I, when I got, you know, well over a decade ago now, when I got into IT, I didn't know what I didn't know. So it's nice having those. And we do have those uh, career concierge type services where you can reach out to one of our staff uh, and they can help uh, kind of assist you to, uh, you know, uh, based on, you know, probably a few questions and stuff and kind of help steer you in the right direction based on what your interests are. But one of the things I, I, I would always, always tell everybody, I know we look at the money first, you know, and say, hey, what's that best path forward? But make sure it interests you because you don't want to put all of this time and effort into something and a lot of energy that you're going to expend if at the end of the day you come home and you really don't enjoy it. So that's one of the big things I always tell people. Look at the things. You definitely want to be, you know, focused on what is in the market. 
but also make sure you're focusing in on something of interest to you. Because at the end of the day, like I said, if you're treating it like a hobby, then it makes uh, work a lot easier in life, and you really enjoy what you do, uh, like I do. Now, it's a good point. And, and again, for our clients, I'll, I'll use it just in our experience, our, our whole goal in life is to help them succeed as a company, right? You know, Our goal is to make sure their infrastructure and their IT systems are not the things causing them to not succeed, right? We're going to do our best to help them move forward. So you have to have a mentality as an IT person to understand how to proactively configure things, proactively look at security issues, deal with issues that come up because of changes that occur in the, in the technology that are out of your control. Um, and be able to, with a smile, even though every ticket that comes in practically to, of, to, from every client is always like something's broken, right? They never come in with a ticket saying, hey, you guys are great. Um, it's always something's broken, right? And so you got to have a bit of a thick skin a little bit because uh, with IT, you're always fixing problems. But there's such a rewarding approach to doing that. You look at a guy like Dennis, uh, you've been doing this forever as far as your career. Yeah. Don't you have a uh, just some sort of, I don't know what it is, but some sort of endorphin that says, I fixed it, I'm an, and, and I move well, on. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about. Right. You got to enjoy that's that. That's what piece the whole story is. Exactly. Definitely. And you come up yeah. and you wake up every morning for that. Right. And, and Dennis, I'd have to say, did you ever hear in this long career that you have of everybody going, man, the network is running great? Nobody, uh, nobody hears that. Nobody. No. There's no. It's, it's a never. You can never meet that target. No, but the uh, the endorphins flow when somebody calls up with some vexing problem mm-hmm. that's really got them shut down for the day, mm-hmm. and you say, "Oh, I know what that is," and then you do something, and then they're all set. Right. And it's it's a solution that came out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just happen to know what it is. Based on your experience. Right. Yep. And then, boom, and everybody's happy. I mean, right. that's what it's about. That's yeah, really definitely. what it's about. I agree completely. And, and again, yeah, most definitely. It feels so good at the end of the day. And you got to keep you a little sound bite, you know, running eye of the tiger when it happens. I mean, you know, make it <laughs> exactly. And again, and again, IT Pro TV, if you want to find out more about this, go to computertalkwithtab.com. We have a link on there where you can click through that link at 30% off. Go ahead and take a look at what IT Pro TV can offer you and get trained up. They have those pathways, they have the, the CompTIA uh, trainings, they have the, the next level trainings, they have the vendor specific trainings. These guys have been doing it forever. A lot of these guys used to do it in the old-fashioned way, where you'd go to a course, and you'd sit in front of them, and you'd spend hours. This time, you can do it whenever you want to, right? It's beautiful. Yeah, and it works at your own pace, too. Yeah, and you can review it. They've got great labs that are attached to it. So I highly recommend if you, A, want to improve your skills. So if you're a geek out there looking to join a company like Tab, you need to get trained up. You need to have some skills. You can't just have been selling sneakers a month ago and then say, hey, I want to be a geek. No, it doesn't work that way. Um, we love it if it worked that way, but it doesn't. You need to get trained up. You can go through IT Pro TV, see if you like the idea of technology. If you enjoy the training, I mean, they make it fun, but if you enjoy the training and what they're covering, then you can go ahead and join us as a geek, right? We want you. We need you. We all need you. Please join us. You know, uh, uh, Eric and Dennis, I really wish a lot of companies would follow your model and just being such an advocate for, you know, constantly leveling up. And you, you just we're, we're in an industry that you're always learning. And if you don't learn, you know, what you learned 10 years ago is not relevant today. So I just, it, you know, really appreciate you all advocating for the geeks like us and mm-hmm. bringing more people in. And then on top of it, 
really investing in your employees. We need a lot of other companies out there like that, and I don't think we would have quite the shortage that we have today. Yeah, is it, the line goes like this. It, wh- people say, well, what if we train the employees and they leave? And oh, the, the line I is, know. Well, what if you don't entra- don't train them and they stay? That's worse. <laughs> yeah. right? What are you talking about? What are you so, going to be ending up with right. on your staff? So, you yeah, we're really focused on making sure our, our techs have that knowledge. And we're not afraid. If they want to move on and not be an, an owner of a company, they can do what they want to do. <laughs> but I would tell you, you get both, both a good training path and a company that you're actually working for yourself, which is unique in Connecticut. Nobody seems to care. You can go ahead and form a... You can form a Starbucks union and make the news, but if you're a 100% employee-owned company in Connecticut, it's crickets. Nobody cares. Uh, it's 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 kooky crazy. But we focus on our, our employees, and that's what we want to do. And you guys are a big part of that. And Wes, we do appreciate you joining us on this Saturday morning. Most definitely. You know, maybe next time uh, I come on, we'll talk tech. We'll find some kind of topics. I know you and Dennis come up with some good ones to talk about, and, yeah. uh, you know, we'll discuss them. We'll have you on next month. Absolutely, gentlemen. Thank you so much for having me on. And uh, those of you all in Connecticut, uh, keep listening. I know I'm going to uh, listen, too, so uh, I'll be tuning in on Facebook. I, I always get a notification when you all go live. <laughs> all right. Sounds good, Wes. Thank you, Wes. Thank you. Talk to Take you soon. Care, gentlemen. All right. Bye-bye. Right. The great Wes Bryan, IT Pro TV. He'll get you trained up. He'll, he'll make you a geek. We'll be right back. are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I want to thank you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning here in Connecticut. Let's get right to your calls. We've got our, our buddy down in South Carolina, Jeff, who's on the phone there. Are you there, Jeff? Yeah, I'm still here. That was a good uh, conversation. I had it going. Uh, put out a lot of good information. We like you. We're glad you liked it. So what can we do for you down there in South Carolina? Yeah, I got a couple questions. One, just listening to that, but this one is... Uh, I've always, I always have to go in and uh, uh, redo my email password. Uh, you know, I got AT and T, uh, and I got my Yahoo email and uh, Direct TV. All of them uh, kind of related, but I always seem to have to go in there and redo my password. Are they giving you a warning? Uh, well, they saying you tried it too many times, and I might have only tried it maybe one time. Yeah, so somebody else is trying to log somebody in as Jeff. Yeah, I think, I I think somebody is trying to uh, take over your account. They're trying to change your password. Uh, they're trying, or they're trying to type it in, log in. They're doing it too many times. Your account gets locked, mm-hmm. so right. it stays that way until you make the effort to change the password and re-legitimize it. Yeah, and then you go back in, and then you know a couple weeks later they're trying again. Uh, whoever it is out in uh, Belarus is trying to take over your account again. Have you turned on two FA, Jeff? Two factor authentication. Yeah, I, I do. I have a uh, two two. Uh, no, uh, what do you call it? Two FA or MFA? Yeah, two FA. <laughs> Good. Okay, yeah. All right, so you, you have know, that I running. Mean, I get that a lot, though. It seems like it's been happening quite often, you know. Yeah. So we, when the bad guys are trying to put your password in, are you getting a notice on your phone saying, hey, this is the code? No. I'm not, the only thing I'm getting is when I go in, it says, it says uh, you try too many times. Mm. Well, that's what will happen if somebody tries to log in with the wrong password. The only time he's going to get a code is if they actually right have the right password. Good point. Exactly. Okay. 
So, yes, I think that I still think that's what's happening, but mm-hmm. I don't think they have the password, and that's their problem. So, believe it or not, Jeff, don't don't hate me, but we're coming to the bottom of the hour, and I know you had a second question. <laughs> Did you want to hang on down there in South Carolina a little further through the news? No problem. I'm in the air conditioner right now, so I can wait. All right, man. We'll, we'll, we'll put you on hold, and we'll have your second question because you're nice enough to join us and hang on for the past 30 minutes, so we do appreciate it. We'll be right back with Jeff and all of you guys. On on, this, on the program, feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. And we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Everything's been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. Dennis Halnon has been working, not feverishly, you can't say that anymore. <laughs> He's been just working really harsh, really, really hard here to get that done for you. And then Mike G's posting everything over at Facebook and Twitter. And uh, so stick around. Alfred, Jeff, and Joe will be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. And uh, we're here till 11 o'clock. And then Dr. Alessi will be in next giving you a second opinion on your health advice. And let's go right to your calls. We're going to go to back to Jeff in South Carolina, who's in the air conditioning down there. Jeff, how are you? Oh, I'm doing good. Uh, I-, I figured out what MFA was, uh, McDonald's fries and apple pie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, not quite. Not quite. Not quite. Not quite. So oh, what, okay. what was your second well, question? My second question was, uh, uh, the gentleman that you had on before made a good point about, you know, I had A-plus certification. <clears throat> But this was uh, about 10 years ago, and it never expired. So right now I'm in the course, uh, uh, I'm taking a course so I can go ahead and retake it. Okay. Uh, my question is, uh, once I retake that course, would that the one that's grandfathered in, would that still be viable? Or? Yeah, you can you can note that A plus is still a th- is your your certification for A plus is still valid. Computers haven't changed that much, um, uh-huh. and I mean, I've got an A plus certification going way back too. Um, uh-huh. So yeah, that, that's you're, you're gonna be fine. If you're, are you looking to change jobs? 
Um, no, I'm retired. I'm just, I just like to stay up on the technology, and I just want to get, uh, you know, I just finished this course that they were offering here in South Carolina. Nice. They were offering three courses uh, for A plus, Network Plus, and some other stuff. Eight thousand dollars worth of classes. Wow. And uh, wow. So after you finish, then they provide the uh, voucher so you can go ahead and get certified too, and they help help place you in the job. But I just just wanted to make sure that the one that I had, I know his grandfather then, it'll still be good. But there's a lot of changes that, you know, since I got that back in, what, 99, 98? A lot yeah, of changes. A lot of changes, but the fundamentals of, of the A-plus is really just fundamentally covering computing. Um, mm-hmm. So that shouldn't be too different. Um I'm really excited for you, improving your skill sets. You're retired. Are you going to get back into the workforce, or are you going to try to do some sort of part-time work? Yeah, I want to do some part-time work, uh, teaching elders more about computers and, and how they work. And oh, that to- that is necessary, too. You'll do great oh, there. Oh, yeah. You'll be able to help yeah. a lot of people, Jeff. That's awesome. I'm, I'm really yeah. excited about that. I wish more people here in Connecticut. There are some folks that call on the station up here in Connecticut that do the same thing. Um, good. And the more you do that, that's great. It's a great... Good, good thing to do to give back. So it's awesome. Yeah. All right. Hey, I'm glad to uh, enjoy your show. I've been listening for a while, and I haven't got any good jokes, but they're coming. <laughs> I'm not sure any of your jokes are good because I can't ever figure them out. <laughs> I never get them, but we do appreciate it, Jeff. You got the MFA though, didn't you? I guess so. I guess we so. did. I guess so. I just I don't know. I just can't get your humor, but that's okay. So you're that's a geek. Right. You're yeah. You're a geek, and we love you. All right. Thanks, Jeff. I love you too, man. Take All right. Care. Take it easy. All right, Jeff in South Carolina checking in. We love that. Um, let's go on to Alfred in Windsor. What's happening, Alfred? Hi. Hi there. Oh, good. Hi. I am. Uh, <clears throat> I. Hold on. I see. I'm on speakerphone. Let me see if I switch. I can. Yeah, you'll sound better if you do that. Okay. Yeah, very good. Go ahead. What can we do for you? All right. Um, I was fortunate. I got GoNet Speed. Ah, congratulations. And um, one of the reasons I got it was because what what my son needed was a faster upload speed. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, you've said it before, and I want to encourage people, uh, don't buy more download than you need because it really doesn't make that much difference. Right. But we, we had a real need for a better upload speed. Awesome. And uh, we see it, and it's, it's going great. Everything's going great. But uh, he does a lot of video and photos that he has to send to different people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I was wondering if I could maximize that speed by going to um, what you call, um, jumbo frames. Um, now, under IPv4, I, I understand you have to enable jumbo frames all the way through or else you'll have a problem. Uh, hmm. But under IPv6, um, you don't have to do that. Yeah, so you um, want to really try to crank up the actual delivery of speed by messing with the MTUs of the packets? Exactly. Exactly, yeah. huh? Well, that's, pretty, that's pretty geeky of you, Alfred. Um, <laughs> I don't think you're going you're gonna to want to do that, because you're div- the way the MTUs work and how the packets work is it the the firewalls are talking to the devices at the network at GoNetSpeed, and if you mess with those packets, the firewall may not really understand what you're doing. So that type of tweaking happens within the network generally. Um, Dennis, do you have any other feedback on that? I, I was going to say what I'm seeing kind of 
suggests not to do it. Right. Um, and there is a theoretical um, throughput boost that you could get out of it. But at least one article I read mentions that you can end up with dropped packets. Right. Um, and some other problems. So uh, because, I'm not sure I would go that route. Because all along the process, the devices need to expect the packet size you're setting. And right. uh, they want right. to negotiate They want to negotiate together. Kind of think of it as a road again. And the toll booth says, wait a minute, you're not the right size. I can't let you in. Uh, you're, you've got 18 axles instead of the right number of axles, uh, stuff oh, like that. And it is true that it needs to be enabled all the way through. Right. Uh, from the, uh, the point of connection to the Internet all the way through to his own router. Correct. So if you, if you think about it, you're, if you want to make improvement outside your network, you'd have to ask GoNetSpeed to enhance that packet right. change as well, and they're not going to do that. Uh, I doubt it. No. What you would want to do if you need more performance is pay for more upload speed, and the increase in cost is pretty tiny. It's a very which which service did you end up getting? Well, um, when they first came through, they gave me a, a great price on uh, one hundred and fifty. Yeah. But then when I went to their website, I found out uh, I could get one gig for the same price. So that's mm-hmm. why I went with the one gig because nice. upload speed was was what I needed. I mean, wait, and um, you're gonna you're gonna use jumbo frames to do faster than one gig? Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> it's an awesome try. <laughs> I mean, I, I know a guy who works on on trucks who would he'll, tur- he'll turbocharge a diesel engine, and I I find that an oxymoron. But they're out there and they're making 600 horsepower. So what you're doing is that you're trying to turbocharge a gigabit connection. Um, I applaud you for thinking of it, but. The, I think the only next level would be if GoNetSpeed ever offers 10 gig connections. Because it's light, they could. But I suspect you're in, an, in a residential area. I doubt that's coming anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I wouldn't mess with your MTUs. You might end up breaking your system. Uh, and that's no fun. Yeah. Well, the, the, yeah, the real, the real thing, is, thing that uh, I'm worried about is the dropping of packets, yeah. which is just going to cause retransmissions right. or you know, just lost data and corruption. And you're going to end up making your network slower than it would be mm-hmm. if you just left it alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I understand from what I've read. That uh, again, everything has to be talking the same language, yep. and when it doesn't work, it could be disastrous. Right. Mm-hmm. Very. Um, but the only thing, as I said, is uh, is that unbalance that I have. Uh, most of the time, <clears throat> most of the time, I'm happy with 25 down, mm-hmm. and most of the time, I'm happy with uh, five up. But when he has to do his transmission, um, uh, it would it would be one of those things where we set it up at night when I was up with Xfinity. Yeah, I'd set it up at night, and hopefully in the morning it it'd be done. But right. now it it it's much better. Oh <clears> yeah, I just want to squeeze as much out of it as I can. Gotcha. Well, it's the geekiest call we've had in a long time. We appreciate the call. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. But you you you've got what you've got, and I, I uh, you can't really mess with it further. I wouldn't have you do that. There is one thing that I had a problem with with uh, going with GoNetSpeed. I got their router, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I tried to change um, my side of the address, you know, the one one nine two dot one six eight. Yeah. And for some reason, I can't do it. Uh, I called GoNetSpeed, and they said, no, you can't change that address uh, if you use their router. Interesting. I haven't heard that. I didn't know yeah. that either. But uh, it could be the case. I use my own router, so there won't be an issue there. I'll just connect to their modem and do my yeah, thing. That's what I wound up doing because, you know, if 
if uh, if I can't change it, then why do they? Why can't I change it? And I just the, the paranoia hit me. And, oh. uh, I, I said, okay, I'm getting my own router, and I put it behind it and everything. Well, yeah. alongside it. Right. Um, so, but that that was a strange thing. Maybe it's changed since then. I've I've had it since uh, April. Okay. April, March, or so. Yep. So maybe something's changed. But, right. Uh, I would suspect. That, that was, yeah, that's an odd thing. It could also be that the tech that you were talking to didn't know. But um, it is what it is. You've done your your fix. You should be able to change your back your your internal IP addresses all you want. Um, so, and you've changed the password, right? You have your own oh, password. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I you want to know. know what it is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Is it that? Is it that good, Alfred? <laughs> <laughs> You're that geeky. People would love to know what a good password should sound like. <laughs> so, all right, Alfred. Thank okay. you for checking in with us. All right. Thanks. You're all right. That's one of the most geeky questions we've had in a long time. Absolutely. Messing with MTUs. All right, we're going to step up for a quick, a quick break here, get back to your calls. Joe, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. And, and before we go to your calls uh, out there, Joe, hang on one second. I got to bring this up. So you guys know our feeling on crypto. And there's a story on MarketWatch. <laughs> and here's the quote. I just wake up and cry is the quote. Voyager and Celsius bankruptcies have destroyed some crypto investors' confidence in centralized platforms. So the idea of crypto, the, the whole idea of crypto and the, and the libertarian approach to, crypto, to cryptocurrencies is no central government involved in transactions or monitoring or what have you or taking a piece of it or what have you, right? So they say, okay, this, these centralized companies that Mark Cuban pushed, you know, some of these yes. things, uh, we'll say, okay, give us your money into our centralized system here, and we'll pay you. What? What would you figure? We're getting about one percent now on our on our bank rates. What do you think they're yeah. going to offer for the centralized crypto? Five, higher, eight, higher, ten. I feel like the colon. 12? We're doing the colon blow commercial thing on twenty. Yes, twenty percent. Twenty percent. Twenty percent. They want to offer you. So the line really is: pigs go to slaughter. Right. If you haven't heard that in your life, you should really live by that line. Because if you think you can make 20% on anything forever, pigs go to slaughter. And uh, we'll actually post a link out there for you when it comes to uh, crypto and Brian Krebs. He did a thing about pig slaughtering, is what it's actually called. And we'll put the link up there for you to read it, about literally financial planners who were tricked into getting into crypto and having their life savings wiped away millions of dollars by these these guys that uh, do like a confidence scheme with them and trick them into giving all this money. Um, and this this is another example. It's really, the quote is, I just wake up and cry because the dingling put 30,000 actual dollars into a fake money scheme like this. And now he's crying about it. Have you heard of Bertie Madoff for crying out loud? How many examples do you folks really need to understand there is no get rich quick? You have to get up every morning, you have to get your butt into work, and you have to work every day. 20% returns quickly. You're, again, pigs go to slaughter. You're going to lose. I don't know. I mean, it's as simple as that. And I'll, I'll put the link up here from MarketWatch. You can read it. And you know, it, it says it destroyed some crypto's confidence. Confidence? How can you have confidence what in confidence? that? confidence? They're not FDIC insured, you ding-a-ling. Confidence. All right, I'm sorry. I had to. I had to bring that up today. Let's go to Joe in Berlin. <laughs> What's happening, Joe? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, uh, just just a quick comment that uh, I'm I'm also in, in, the, in the service business, and I'll get phone calls about an issue, and you know, walk these guys through it. 
never hear back from them. Ne- never have an, uh, you know, an iota. If I, if I answered your question or if they're mad at me and went to a different vendor, I You have no know. idea, right. No, no idea. And that, that irritates me. But on the other hand, I always, if somebody helps me, I always make sure I get back to them or, uh, you know, even if I'm, even if I'm, uh, you know, somebody, you know, somebody takes care of me at a store, so I'll always make sure I give them a compliment and say thank nice. you and tell their boss too. So Nice. That's good. Good <laughs> and feedback. So just, and make sure you guys do that too, because mm-hmm. you know how it feels on the other end. Yeah. I got a very quick, simple question here. I got, uh, I, ha- I have a new computer, Windows 10. Mm-hmm. How in the world do I get the, the old <laughs> shutdown screen um, like Windows 7 had? I have it on my, my older Windows 10. And I, I remember, you know, it's been a few years, you know, Windows had this option as to how to get back to the, to the different shutdown screen. And it, it, you know, saves you one step, but how what do you do think do that? Is there a way, is there a workaround to give him a, to give him a shell? He's looking for a Windows 7 shell at Windows 10. Yeah, it's, uh, you can get it. It's called Open Shell. Open Shell. And okay. it's free. It's uh, freeware. Okay, yeah. I, I, I did see that, but I... But, you know, I may be wrong, but I could have swore I just simply clicked on something. When I, when I first turned this, this, this computer on, the desktop on, it said, uh, if you want a different uh, startup screen, you know, click this button, and sure enough, there it was. Or, hmm. or you know, ending screen. But, huh. okay, uh, open shell. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, shell get a, we'll get a link out on the website. Mike G, you'll get it on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right, Joe. That was, that was, that, that was simple, something simple. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, sir. And keep up the good work. We'll try. Okay, bye. All right, bye. All right. So, yeah, I mean, feel free to get online. We have four lines wide open for the top of the hour. 860-522-9842 is the number. And uh, we talked a little bit earlier about this whole Reemploy CT Department of Labor program. This is a new new system. You know, the governor came out and said, "Hey, we replaced this forty-year-old system that was unable to process claims." Uh, of course, especially when you had COVID and you shut the, the whole the whole place down, and you had all these claims coming in. And you know, who would have thought you're going to get a bunch of unemployment claims that would occur, and that your system is forty years old and couldn't handle it? And who would have ever thought of that? I mean, that type of planning is just cuckoo. Imagine that. That's crazy talk. But we won't go there. Then they invest sixty-five million dollars on a new system. And since July 24th, when I guess when it was turned on, half of the claims coming into it are fraudulent. CBIA has a, has a report on that, and we put a link up there for you to look at it. But the point is this. They used to talk about a cybersecurity czar. And again, the guy that was in that role really didn't have a lot of cybersecurity uh, experience, which is not surprising in government. But when you look at this, we don't have one now. And clearly, whoever worked with these guys to implement this system didn't think about security. How can you be doing that, having fifty percent fraud? And uh, I mean, I can a couple percent fraud. You're always going to deal with, I would suspect, but fifty percent, um, it is just crazy. So actually, we got a guy who's calling in here from Rocky Hill who wants to chat about this. Maybe, hey John, what's up? Hey, I just wanted to make a comment. Yeah, uh, I think that went live on Thursday, and I was sitting here in the afternoon, and I got a text, and all it said was my unemployment claim record had been updated. Mm. And it had a funky link, and I'm retired. I've never been on unemployment right. or filed for unemployment or anything. Right. So I just thought that was rather weird. 
Well, it is rather weird. Thursday's when this news really kind of started bubbling up because we started getting calls on Thursday yes. from our own clients that were saying, hey, we're getting notices that people are applying and they're, they haven't applied. So it's, this is a big issue, John. I thank you for checking in with it, but it looks like Reemploy CT has got some issues. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank Great you. Show as always. All right. We appreciate it. Yeah, so that's the end of the program. I want to thank you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. I want to thank Carolyn for producing and doing a great job as always. Thank Mike G for uh, posting everything on Twitter and Facebook. I want to thank Wes Bryan from IT Pro TV joining us and talking about how you can get certified. We need more geeks to join the, the battle of how to build a, this technology without you guys joining us and gals. You know, we're going to be like the Matrix. We're not going to understand how everything works, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, and so we're going to have trouble there. So join us on that. Remember, we want you to be geeks, too. See you next Saturday. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.